are worlds between our own, and from these worlds there are written histories, both ancient and modern. To read of these testaments scrawled in hidden places and on other things, you must fix your eyes uncomfortably within you, and if successful, your gaze will unlock the door behind raw imagination and meet the manuscript of innumerable folios known as the Dark Darkness. Hello, I'm Sharkchild, and this is The Dark Verse, short stories of occult, metaphysical, and fantastical horror that will follow you to the visions of your sleep. Welcome, everyone, to a new year of The Dark Verse podcast in this grand 2018. The Dark Verse Volume 4 hardcover book will be released this year, so that is a plus one already for it. Something cool to look forward to. And now, something to keep in mind while you listen to this episode is that I am recording it right as we approach the arrival of the Super Blue Blood Moon. So, this narration is for sure going to be imbued with some special strange powers. (laughs) It's a short tale. It's definitely going to open the chasms within yourself, though. So let's get into it. Episode 113 of The Dark Verse, and it is entitled Rumination Weapon. The thumb was all I knew, it hovered before me in isolation surrounded in a darkness that concealed the hand possessing it and the setting around it. Its yellow skin was old and wrinkled, and its gray-ridged nail grew in length perpetually with time, curling as it did. My frame of vision was locked. I could not pivot or tilt. I was forced to watch the thumb, and the thumb alone and the only disparity of this strange existence was the length of the thumbnail. That was all that changed. My only memories were of the nail being shorter, and my only imaginings were of the nail being longer. The source of my being was hidden from me. I could not see who I was or know from where my sight was enabled. I was a vessel of visual reception and nothing more. There were no constraints on my survival. There was nothing I required to endlessly be. The thumbnail was the timeline of this enigma. I watched as it grew and knew its length was the duration of my watching. But this function was limited. I gazed for such a lasting period that eventually the advancement of the nail approached the limiting boundary of my sight. This was when I realized I was not alone in the observational confinement. Something joined me, and that something was emotion. I felt fear as the sole metric of my life approached immeasurability. Panic overtook me as I realized irrelevancy would encapsulate my being with the removal of perspective. 
In the oddness of all I was and did, there was no nightmare until this impending event. Where there had once been a void of pain, discomfort, and other dissonant energies, now there was a full tumult of unrest. When the thumbnail's tip crossed the threshold of my periphery, madness conquered rationality. I was forced into anger and frustration from where there was no escape. There was no opportunity for assuagement, no possibility for avoidance. The animosity strangled my presence in a way that made agony infinite. Amongst the suffering, a pressure within my sight pushed outward, as if it had a muscle able to extend vision beyond what it already was. As this force thrust, my vision waned and stretched until it blurred into nothingness. White filled my vision as it slowly returned to me. Particles floating in the air passed by like tiny ghosts. Against the opposing perception of time and watching a nail grow, the air particles moved with such speed that I was filled with nausea. A physical ailment for a physical presence back within my possession. Memories flooded into my returned consciousness. The threat and the impending assault. The kingdom and its protection. My role and my duty. And the meditation of eminence. Sensations rushed upon my nerves. The clothes and armor hanging from my body felt comforting. The helmet over my head felt empowering. The gauntlet covering my right hand and the reins within it felt strong. The black horse beneath me gave me security. The white then faded and clarity filled my sight. The setting sun had just dipped below the horizon leaving the light of dusk to coat the plains leading to my position at the mouth of a towering canyon, within which contained my home and the kingdom of my people, Berthry. It was a concealed empire, a realm of powerful secrets and truths. Thousands of warriors marched towards my position where I stood alone, a sole defender. They were clad in metal armor, ornamented with the faces of demons and beasts. Spiked helmets with twisting symbols extending from their tops shielded identities. Weapons of fire animated in licks of flame at the ends of handles. It was the army of all armies. The executioners swarm, come to claim the commodities that Berthry hid and protected so vigilantly. I noticed then that my left arm was outstretched in front of me, straight like a plank, and the thumb of its hand was held upright, pointing to the sky. I saw the yellow skin of the hand and the gray nail of the thumb. The army poured from behind the thumb, flowing from it as if it were part of the nail, growing. My confidence flourished. From within me, I exuded the eminence of my meditation, the power built within the ages of my seclusion in uninterrupted time where the infinite goes mad and time itself creates the template of destruction. From the dark place of quietude, I brought back the channeling of vehemence into a profound weapon of reckoning. 
When the executioner's swarm arrived within my proximity, they were hit with a wall of mystical suppression and conversion. They were twisted out of materiality and transported into time, where a prison of endless mindlessness and catharsis awaited their souls. Not a trace was left of these thousands, not of their bodies, their accoutrements, or their armaments. What right did I have for such deliverance? What price did I pay to have such authority at my fingertips? A thousand years in meditation I gave. A thousand years to protect my kingdom. In those seconds in the light, watching the army advance, I spent a millennium in the dark, watching my thumbnail grow. I brought that time back with me, and I unleashed it. That concludes episode 113 of The Dark Verse. You can listen to and or download all of the past episodes on iTunes, on SoundCloud, at thedarkverse.com, and several other sites. If you really appreciate what The Dark Verse is, please give it a rating on iTunes to help it out. You can also go to The Dark Verse podcast patreon page which is at patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash the dark verse and the other great way to support my work is to go and pick up some of the hardcover books for the dark verse there are three out and there will be a fourth one coming out this year you can get them on amazon or you can get them at my shop at sharkchild.com i will catch you in the next episode. All stories on the Dark Verse are the sole property of Sharkchild and cannot be used for distribution, publication, or monetary gain without his written consent. Sleep deeply and remember to love.